if you're able to earn two, three, four, five hundred dollars an hour, and you're screwing around doing your own bookkeeping, oh, and by the way, apologizing to your kids about why you can't spend time with them on the weekends because you're busy doing bookkeeping to save $35 an hour, you're what we call an idiot. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get invited back to Wyoming to do another version of that talk. While Arjun was away, Team Arjun came to play. All the cats out of the bag now, folks. But we're still here bringing you our favorite and most importantly, actionable insights to Arjun's newest book, Profit First for Lawyers. We're going to help you accelerate your law firm's growth so that you can experience more profit in every aspect of your life. We're also going to be providing some behind-the-scenes footage at what it's really like to work with Arjun Robbins. So, put your BS aside for the next few minutes and put yourself, your family, your firm, and your profit first. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit First for Lawyers podcast. My name is Carly, and today we are back in studio with the one, the only, Zoe Cook. Welcome back to the show, Zoe. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Hey, yeah. I think we all remember Zoe from episode four. She gave a really great uh, kind of perspective on having 10 seconds of courage and on talking about the difference between fixing a problem and solving a problem. Zoe, you've got a lot of experience solving some problems since then, right? That's for sure. We've had a lot going on over here at Team Arjun. <laughs> That's so true. Although I guess I wouldn't necessarily say that any of it's been a problem, right? Just lots and lots of really cool, fun things that are coming down the pipeline. Exactly. Lots of things to to be able to engineer. For those who haven't seen episode four where you were in it the first time, Zoe, do you want to go ahead and give a reintroduction as well as talking about some of the cool things that you've been tackling since last time? Yeah. So my name is Zoe Cook. I've been with Team Arjun for almost a year now, and I've moved through a couple different roles. But right now I am the team's admin assistant. Oh, man. And we adore you for it, too. Zoe is the person behind the scenes who is getting all of the things done that makes the whole team basically run. You're the glue that keeps us together. You're the, what is it called? The mortar between the bricks? Is it mortar? Yeah, you know what I mean. You keep us together. We love you. Well, I love the team, so no other team I'd rather be the glue for. <laughs> All right, Zoe, well, you've picked a special clip today, right? Do you want to go ahead and introduce it? Tell us what it's about. Sure. So here on Team Arjun, a question we ask ourselves a lot is, is what I'm doing the highest and best use of my time? Sometimes we get so bogged down in doing things, we don't take a step back to ask ourselves that question. And the clip that I chose for today is Arjun kind of talking us through that. Oh, okay. Well, let's go ahead and see what Arjun's got to say. Let's roll the clip. I once had a lawyer in Wyoming. And the lawyer acknowledged that he could hire a good bookkeeper for around $40 an hour. And he himself was earning something like two or $300 an hour at the time. But he chose to do his bookkeeping himself anyway because he claimed to enjoy it. Now, look, if you ever see me in the garden, you can be pretty sure I was forced to be there. Allie, on the other hand, my wife, for those of you who don't know, she loves gardening. She goes gardening for fun and she takes our son gardening and they love it. Me, I don't like gardening. I get it that people have all kinds of strange hobbies and strange ways of relaxing, but 
Bookkeeping? <laughs> really? I mean, you know who really likes bookkeeping? Bookkeepers. <laughs> That's why they become bookkeepers, because they like doing bookkeeping. If you're able to earn two, three, four, five hundred dollars an hour, and you're screwing around doing your own bookkeeping, oh, and by the way, apologizing to your kids about why you can't spend time with them on the weekends because you're busy doing bookkeeping to save $35 an hour, you're what we call an idiot. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get invited back to Wyoming to do another version of that talk, presumably because of comments that lawyer made to the organizers. <laughs> it's true. I don't get invited back to a lot of places. So anyway, don't tell yourself this doesn't apply to your law firm because of your practice area. Fear really does cause some otherwise very smart lawyers to say some surprisingly moronic things to themselves and surprisingly even to others. It's one thing to say something stupid to yourself and catch yourself. It's another thing to say it in front of a room full of people and not even realize what you just said. And they're all looking at you like, oh my God, did you just say that out loud? That's really what's going on inside of your head? Ooh, Zoe, that was a spicy one. I quite enjoyed that clip. I remember when we were in the studio, so kind of what led up to that clip, right, was Arjun was telling me about um, when he was on his CLE tour. Um, he would go around for months at a time, different places, and he would teach different principles to these lawyers who would show up for these CLE credits. And, you know, Arjun, he is somebody who does not coddle. He does not let people get away with excuses, but that's because he cares too much and he doesn't want, like, he's fighting for your full potential. That's what he'll say all the time. And he talks pretty often about how a lot of those places never invited him back because some people just don't really enjoy that style of teaching. I think that's really interesting today. Why this clip? Why did this one speak to you? Yeah, so I chose this clip because I think it's a really good reminder of something to keep in mind that sometimes just because we can do something doesn't mean that we should be or that it's the best use of our time. I think it's really good to keep this in mind to ask yourself, but also to have the openness to let other people ask you that question. Um, like you didn't get asked back because presumably the other person got offended by him bringing this up. If somebody taps you on the shoulder and asks you, hey, is that really the highest and best use of your time? I don't think that's something to be offended by. I think only somebody who really cares about you would ask you that question. And only somebody who really wants to see you live up to your full potential would ask you that because otherwise they wouldn't care if you're doing a task that you don't need to be doing and not spending time with your family. Ooh. Zoe, I really like how you put that. That's a really beautiful thought. And I will say, I have definitely fallen victim before to, you know, somebody tapping me on the shoulder and asking me, hey, this thing that you're doing, is that the best thing that you could be doing in this moment? And, you know, I felt defensive about that before and been kind of like, oh, my guard is up and I want to try to justify, well, this is why it's important that I do it. And ultimately, you know, Arjun would call BS on that line of reasoning that I had given to that person at this particular moment in time. That was a weird way to say that. But ultimately, right, like it's so easy to get defensive. And instead of really asking yourself, oh, you know, maybe this person has a point. Do they have a point? Is there something better I could be doing with my time? Our kind of gut reaction is to fight back and dig down and dig deep and try to justify it. 
I really like that reframing that if they didn't care about you, they wouldn't care what you were spending your time with. Uh, That's beautiful, Zoe. Exactly. Just taking that step back and looking at the big picture, no harm, no foul. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you for bringing this today, Zoe. Honestly, this is not a clip that I probably would have picked out of a lineup, but I really, really appreciate that you brought that today. I think uh, I could definitely use the reminder, and I'm sure that there are others out there in this audience who, who could use the same reminder. So thanks for this today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Well, let me ask you one more question, and I didn't really prep you for this one, so, (laughs) but I was going to ask, what is one thing that you've learned in the almost year that you've been working now with Team Arjan that has been a lot of value to your life that you've taken action on? Yeah, so last time I was on the podcast, I had mentioned that the saying or the phrase that done is better than perfect has really impacted me. And one thing I've taken action on is that I opened my own small handmade business. I make macrame plant hangers and I make bracelets and anklets and embroideries and stuff like that. And I sell them. And I definitely was waiting for it to be perfect before starting. I was like, I don't have the perfect name for the company. I'm not good enough at Instagram to be able to promote my stuff there. But at the end of the day, I realized that I've wanted to do this for so long and I never had because it wasn't perfect and it never would be perfect. So I never would have started it if I wouldn't have just just needed to hear that little bit of wisdom, that little bit of encouragement to really get it going. Well, I am so excited for you. Wow, what an accomplishment. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so, so much for being on today and for sharing this incredible news. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for having me. I always enjoy chit-chatting with you for these episodes. Me too. We'll definitely have you back another time. All right, folks. Well, Profit First for Lawyers is in stores right now. You can go ahead and get your copy at ProfitFirstForLawyers.com. We're on Amazon. We're in Barnes & Noble. We're in all the places that books are sold. Here are a couple of the reviews that we've gotten so far. Well, the biggest... Uh-huh, that I took from Profit First for Lawyers is going beyond just having a CPA. Having as financial strategists, a tax strategist, so that I am doing more planning looking forward as opposed to just really living in the moment. When I say living in the moment, I'm talking about from a financial standpoint, I'm looking at where the firm is today, as opposed to being more strategic and looking at this is where I want to be 12 months from now, and then using my today to see where I am on track to getting where I want to be 12 months from now. I thought that Profit First for Lawyers was terrific. It's the first book that I've seen directed to owners of law firms that talks to you about why you need to review your financials, what you're going to find out when you review your financials, what are the pitfalls that you need to worry about. And I thought it was well-written, very well-organized, and a terrific resource for a law firm owner. My key takeaways was what profit is for a law firm. So it's not always looking at revenue. There can be other measures of profitability. And that was something that I guess I've thought about in the past, but it really hit home. It was a huge takeaway that we can define profit in a different way than just how much money are you bringing in. The ideas here 
again, for Profit First for Lawyers, it's just mind-blowing because it's kind of funny. Lawyers are taught to think that we know everything. We're highly educated. We spent many years and hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases trying to become the most intellectual, the smartest, the brightest, the most influential, the most persuasive people we can because it helps our clients and helps us put a dollar or two in our own pockets as well. But to realize that there's so much more to learn and there's so much more that we can do to make ourselves better people, better consumers, better responsible people with our own resources. And in reality, one of the funny things is that you don't really think about is if we're taking care of ourselves first, we can take care of our clients better because we'll be in a better mindset. And if we can take care of our clients better, we can also take care of our staff better. We can make sure they're getting what they need to be successful in their world, what they need to be successful in their professional, personal, and financial wants, needs, and desires as well. So with that in mind, by having that burden kind of lifted off your shoulders because you're in a better place up front, and the lessons that Profit First for Lawyers books gives you to get to that point will make you a much better manager, a much better owner, uh, a much better provider of legal services, and all around just a happier person because you're getting your needs met first by yourself. Well, I've been following Profit First for several years now with my law firm as it grows. And my biggest takeaway from Profit First for lawyers is I love how specific it is for the industry that I'm in. I'm an attorney and I'm an entrepreneur, and I'm running my own law firm, and this is really helping me figure out a completely sort of sober, rational way to run a business and ensure that there's always going to be a measure of profit. And why is that? Because I'm taking it first, and I'm putting it in an account before I pay rents and all my other expenses. So I think the biggest takeaway is if I want peace of mind, all I have to do is get in a disciplined habit of setting aside money every month as it comes in. And it hasn't been a cakewalk, but it's a habit now. And I've been doing it for a while and it does really help. And that's what we've got for you today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. And make sure that you stay tuned next time as we go into part six of the seven main parts of every successful law firm. And I continue to spill the very piping hot tea. We're getting close to the end, folks. It's only going to get spicier from here. So make sure that you tune in next time, and I'll see you there. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Profit First for Lawyers. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, tell a friend. And buy your copy of the book at ProfitFirstForLawyers.com. Your future self will thank you for it. And we will see you next time. 